Howdy, partner, and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. This here's your marshal, Cody. My pronouns are he, they. Joining me as we put the weird into Weird West is... Hi, I'm Christina. Um, pronouns are she, they is fine as well. I am playing Emerson Drez. She runs the local theater, and as you will come to learn, she has kind of a paranoia or phobia of birds. Hi there, everyone. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And in this game, I'll be playing John Liberty, the high kicking sheriff of Caliente. Hi, my name is Britt. My pronouns are she, her. I'm playing Cassidy Burke, but her friends can call her Sid. Cassidy's a widow who owns a bar and she always carries a Zippo, but doesn't smoke. Hey, guys. My name is Tyler. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm playing Jackie Dawson. Kindly and genuinely barber of Caliente. Hey, this is Michaela. She, her, playing Doc Cavell. Uh, and Doc, she is the town Doc who does the best she can in these violent times to walk the line of not adding to the cycle of death, which can be difficult sometimes. Hi, I'm Alex. I go by he, him. I'm playing Samuel Mammon as the town preacher, a man of spirit and soul and family. And without further ado, we present to you Deadlands, a fistful of ghost rock. All right. Um, so the mist pa passed its turn, and we are on a New round, top of the initial. Well, Val, you get to choose where you go. Do you want to go first? Uh, that 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 is a good question. Let me see the initial ones. Like you have your option to say, I'm going to hold my. Well, you either go or you say I'm going to hold my initiative and just say when you want to pop in. Like you don't have to pick a spot. You just pop in whenever you want. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll pop in whenever. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Christina, you gave the mist the six card, right? Correct. All right, so that puts uh, that puts Jackie first. Jackie boy. Oh wow! You've got a shaken uh, skeleton dude. Do I still have that bonus from uh, from Emerson? You do still have that bonus from Emerson. Excellent. I'm going to continue breaking this this uh, this dude apart. Um, hmm. So he's looking kind of beat up. He is looking kind of beat up and a little shambly. How tall is this thing? Uh, 10 feet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I would like to, seeing his unsteady state, kind of like resolutely walk forward and give the guy like a right hook to the side of one of his kneecaps so he stumbles and to put his neck in range for a dual slice to try to cut his head off. Okay, go for it. With my plus three, that's it. Actually, no. Hold on, that was my damage roll. I'm sorry, give me a second. I copied the wrong thing. Yeah, you did. That's better. Go on. And that's before the three, so it's plus three on top of that. Yeah. And you're aiming to be... So 14 plus three is 17. I think it's still two. Thanks. Uh, it is. All right. So you get plus Christina's one to damage. And well, where was the other plus one coming from? Uh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, Christina, do you give plus one to uh, melee damage rolls or melee fight rolls? Both. So it's plus one to fighting damage rolls, and then my support for um, attacks is for uh, fighting as well. Twelve again. You lop off the head of the thing, and it kind of slinks, like, messily falls to the ground, disappearing in the under the red mist that you notice is now waist level. And you feel something rumble against your leg that kind of gives you the inkling that the head part that you chopped off has skittered across the ground to reassemble with the rest of the bones. It ain't done yet. I call to the group. Yeah, I've got a question. I assume there would be doors to this chapel. Are they closed or open? Uh, they are closed and barred with a heavy a couple of y'all to lift. So that's Jackie finishes his. That moves to Emerson. Okay. So, like I said, I like I wrote in the chat, I misread. My support thing is based off of my battle skill, not whatever their support skill is. So I did that wrong. So... This thing's going around without a head on. Like, is the body still up? Yeah, the body is still standing up. Is it moving? It is. So here's a weird question. Since it's bones, how wide across would you say, like, pelvic area is? It doesn't have a pelvic area. Like, it is a mass of bones. Well, I guess it's got a pelvic area. If it's 10 feet tall, we'll say, like, a foot wide. All right, I was going to try and shoot kind of the pelvic region to see if I could disconnect the legs from the pelvic. Hey, stop it, cat. From the pelvis to so it hinder it from walking. But if there's just a mass of like, it does have a vaguely humanoid shape, but you can conclude that called shots don't have the same effect on this thing as it would regular creatures. Okay, that's fine. I guess I'm just going to keep supporting fighting. Do you want me to ro- roll to try and hit this thing, or do you want me to roll for my Inspire support stuff first? Are you changing your Inspire? No, it's still just going to be fighting. We'll just treat the Inspire as if it's still there. It, okay. It'll stay there until you get shaken. If something shakes you, then you'll have I'll have you re-roll for it. But. Or if I decide to change it. Right. Cool. Okay, so it's still going to be for fighting. Okay, so Emerson's going to kind of like level her gun, thinking about shooting in the palace, like, fuck this, and adjust the gun up and tries to hit it square in what would be its chest. All right. So the pile of bones collapses as the and falls to the ground as the ebon skull stares down john seeming to burrow into his soul i don't like where this is going john get gets himself some of them their uh credence clear water intensifies looks in his eyes uh, as you hear the you hear the whispers repent repent Admit your sins. You can't take it back. And then a loud shriek again. John, make me that fear check. Correct. Ooh. Oh, now it's at a minus four, isn't it? It is. Minus four plus one, so minus three, but still. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to Benny that. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, can't you just Benny to auto break it? Uh, to, oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, to break it on, uh, yeah. Oh, it, it's to break it on my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to use the Benny to see if I could, but like, we're at, a, at a fucking minus three, like, that's 
So that's probably not likely. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I guess John is shooketh then. He is shooketh. And as it burrows into John's soul, it kind of moves around the room, kind of floating around the room, but keeping very intently looking at John. Uh, I have a question. Are we on the Bone Daddy's turn? Because if so, I didn't get to go. We're not. I'm just giving you some flavor of what happened. Yeah. Um, it is now your go. All right. I'm going to send the money to get my PowerPoint back and then immediately spend some of those PowerPoint to do another Zane. So who all is like next to or like close to the Bone Daddy? Uh, it's kind of like a Above slash in the middle of the grouping. Find. So if I were to hit it with a burst, would I have to keep it from hitting everybody else? Or is it a safe enough area where I can just do like the thing? Yeah, you would still have to make it selective. Okay, so am I having to select everyone else though? Um, like to keep out? You making the spell selective covers everybody. Oh, I thought I had to spend a point. No, you spend one point in it. Uh, saves everybody. Gotcha. Okay, so I will write that down. And I'm going to spend the extra two points to make it better when, if I hit. I won't spend them yet, but if I hit. Um, let's see. Well, let's see if you hit. Or, yeah. So it goes off, and the skull, as the uh, gout of flame reaches out, spewing, uh, the floating skull dashes upward and then disappears down back downwards into the floorboards, dodging that attack. This bitch, this bitch this is bitch. gross. This bitch. Well, I guess and that ends my turn. Uh, as said, Sid says, "This bitch." The bone daddy recollects his bones. Uh, a mass growing uh, just behind John, and he—he he really is trying to fuck. He spends John up. his yeah. turn reforming himself. So my turn. the mist goes. Oh. Unless Val wants to hop in. Let's see. The- I I don't know how to defend against the mist, so I'm gonna let the mist go and just see what happens. Oh no, mist. The mist. Everyone with uh, toughness below eight takes one point of damage, and you all get this. Well, everybody who takes a well, no, you'd be shaken because you don't uh, take the damage. So everybody, well, John, John, you got shaketh, right? Yeah. So you take one. No, your your toughness is above an eight, ain't it? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Okay, so you take one point of damage. Is it uh, eight and below, or just yeah, eight and below? I have a weird question. It's just this is just something that happens if because we're in the vicinity. There's no way to like get away from it other than just having a good is it, toughness. Is, yeah, yeah. Like, is it is it essentially like a lair action from D and D or something like that? Um, yeah, you get the feeling as long as you are in the mist, uh, which is slowly rising, um, it has that effect on its turn. Um, once I get this description off, I'll let y'all make some, uh, rolls and learn more about what the mist is. So Brennan takes one damage. 
and then everybody except for Michaela is uh, shaken. As you, everybody except for Doc Val, uh, gets this shared vision of a. It looks like uh, it looks like Samuel, but he's in very primitive clothing, leading a what seems to be a ritual of human sacrifice. From what you all can tell, it is of prehistoric era, and each one of you takes your turn going up to the sacrificial table as the face you all know and love, uh, Father Samuel, plunges a dagger, a obsidian dagger, into your chest. And when you wake up from that vision is when your turn resumes. Samuel, obviously you have that vision, but you are stabbing um, your face. Yeah, right. All right. Emerson, I'll give you a uh, plus two on your, uh, uh, since you spent the week preparing by uh, researching. Did you, did you say plus two on my cult? You can just cut out a little. Yeah, yeah, plus two on your cult. Well, uh, definitely roll a cult. Yeet. Do you want us to do that on our turn, or do you just want to do it now? Go ahead and do it now. You're doing it as a reaction to the mist's turn, so. I have a question. I have an answer. Is that the first time I've had that vision? This one, yeah. Okay. You've had similar visions? Well, I don't want to say similar, but uh, you've had visions of uh, bloodshed in the name of a deity. Okay. But uh, none that seem this old. And I do an occult not on the mist, but on the vision? Yes. Okay. So while he's doing that, is there any way I can do like a knowledge roll on the mist given Val's past history? I mean, or occult, but I'm better with knowledge. Yes. Uh, for your uh, yours would be a knowledge. Yeah. Um, starting with Emerson, uh, you know that you're pretty sure that you read in one of the books that this is called a morning mist. Um, it shows up in places of treachery and massive bloodshed. And you know that casting the banishment spell on the mist would temporarily, uh, dispel it for around about 24 hours, but it tends to come back unless it is resolved somehow. Val, you have seen this phenomenon before. Um, it took the jolt of the uh, vision to bring it into uh, bring it into clarity for you. Um, you saw this, I think it was the battle for the basin, uh, where you took your took your oath um and you seem to remember taking that oath to stop the further bloodshed uh calls the mist to part around you when you were at that battle um sam focusing on that uh vision you see a symbol carved into the dagger that resonates with you uh you don't know how you know what it is, but it seems to be the symbol of an ancient death god. Okay. And I think that's everyone. Did I supposed to roll something? Uh, I did, if you I wanted to out. roll an occult to try to garner knowledge on uh, the mist, you were welcome to. 
Oh, I don't yeah. know shit about cold. Uh, and with so I'm do it though, right? But I'm yeah, still yeah, you are right? shookus. All right. Uh, with that, John, would you or Sam? Uh, so uh, what what was the debuff effect that we got from the mist? What what does that do to us? You're shaking. Uh, you can only do free actions until you unshake yourself. Okay, uh, is that the Benny you can do that with, or is? Yeah, you make a um a spirit roll. Uh, okay. And if you succeed your spirit roll, you unshake. If you fail your spirit roll, you can spend a Benny. Okay. Uh, and is that an exploding dice roll or not? Yes. Yeah. You do have a plus one too. Oh, okay. Well, I got a success anyways. Yeah. So you are unshooketh and able to take your action as normal. All right. Uh, so the thing I'm first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to yell, John, the door. And he's going to try and cast another spell, which is again going to require him to do the deal with the devil. So he's trying to cast telekinesis to start opening the door, the latch thing or whatever. So that will allow him to do it at range, but also as if he has a d10 strength, which is better than his innate like d4, d6 or whatever. So he'll spend a Benny. So you still draw five cards. Okay, so I just draw five. Yeah. A success would have given you six, and a raise would have given you seven. Okay. You are, uh, that that puts you at five points short, bud. Yeah, that's gonna you, suck. You're gonna, you're gonna get a good, uh, you're gonna get a good hand one. <laughs> one of these days. Or I won't. And, and interesting things will happen. Alright, so now I cast the spell, so I cast it with minus five. So, hey, rolled well. Hey, man. Success. Yeah. And uh, that's what it matters in the end. So, um... Strength 12. Yeah. So he tries to at least start. Obviously, he's hoping John's going to help him uh, with his remarks. He starts trying to open that latch, hoping to basically give somewhere for the mist to go. So it's less filling up in here. You get the idea that the mist is going to stay here, but it might give y'all somewhere to go. That works, too. One way or another, it's it's an exit for something or someone. Yeah. So you make a D12 strength, then? What you said? Yeah. Make a strength check at D12. There you go. Yeah, that is noted. Yep. And if I needed to move closer to do that, I can have done that. Uh, nah, you're with you're within telekinesis range. Yeah, smarts times two. Yeah. All right, that's my turn. All right, John. All right. First, got to make my spirit roll, just because may as well. Yeah. Might save a is Benny. It, is it still at a minus four? Uh, it's minus three because it's minus four plus one. Uh no 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 spirit you're the minus four is only for fear of things you're not oh, okay fear, you're just shaking that's success you are all right. all right didn't have to waste a Benny on that hearing Sam holler about him needing to get to the door John is going to basically drop down into a sprinter's start and then start booking it towards the door just completely ignoring anything in his way and kind of yelling. Oh, don't you worry about that now, Sam. I got this. And like, as he yells this, he's going to basically like, how how is the door locked? I guess this is a better question. It is barred with like a heavy sliding bar. Things like a uh, like a log barring it shut across. It's a crossbar. 
Okay, in that case then, I'm gonna, he's gonna just run up and go to, like, lift it, and while that John might not be strong, it, like, he, did, he might not have the most upper body strength since it, this thing is just there, he's gonna lift with his legs. Yeah. And then try, try to get it open. I'll let you roll me a fighting check against it. All right, you both are just able to slide the bar out of the way and get the door pushed open a crack just enough to see freedom as this thing zeroes in on Jackie. All right. So when last we left off, John and Samuel had just finished unbarring the door and uh, pushing it open. Uh, were we going to try to continue fighting the Bone Daddy or uh, make a break for it? Are we still following initiative at the moment? Or are we, like, I think I just went. Well, that depends on if we're fighting Bone Daddy or running. I don't know. I guess the people that are fighting Bone Daddy should uh, tell us that. I assumed all of us were kind of fighting it. I mean, yeah, and also, we're you're kind of leading the charge here since we're here for your kids, so it's kind of also your call. Either way, I think we really need to get out of this fog, because this fog is fucking... I forgot there was a fog. Uh, I didn't, because it, like, made us all weird. Yeah, the fog cool is why fighting. I was uh, going for the door. I'm very it wasn't cool really not about fighting not Daddy. fighting the thing, it was about not getting consumed in the, the in mist. The mist. Uh, morning mist. And I wrote it as morning, like morning of death. So if it's supposed to be morning as like wake up in the morning, let me know. I'll just... Well, I think you're right. <laughs> you wrote it right. All right. So if we're looking to escape the mist, um, you've got two options. As you open the door, you see the mist does begin to kind of roll out those of you that are by the door, which would be John. But yeah, uh, the door is open to the Parvi out front. Like you can see the boundary of what would be the church property and the mist kind of abruptly stops at the edge of it. So you can tell there's like two ways to get out of the mist. It's either up or out pretty much. Uh, remind me what's like kind of layout of the interior. I remember there was like stained glass windows, but there's kind of like above head height. Yeah. The interior, um, the building is set up, uh, very much, uh, dark souls esque. Where it's like, oh, yes, this is a building, but it's built for giants. Ah, I see. Okay. <laughs> Does it seem like the mist is subsiding inside? Like it's getting lower as it exits? Um, it does at first, uh, but it does reach like a critical mass. Uh, it stays at knee height after it uh, does its little flowy out thing. Okay. Um, where 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 does the mist appear to be coming from? Is it just all around, or is it from the fucking monster everyone else has been fighting? Uh, it is very much uh, all around. Exists right here, everywhere. They are two separate problems that happen to exist at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that uh, in this case, now that we have reestablished the scene going on, uh, with the door open, John's gonna look over to Samuel and be like, all right then, uh, Samuel. You uh, you use do your you use do your your praise God thing. I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go kick this thing's ass. And then you know when it's my turn, John's gonna re-enter the fray. So it kind of sounds like we're continuing the fight. I guess is the ultimate answer. Yeah. 
Uh, if I recall, Cody said that this thing was almost down and I would rather take it down than like have it come back for revenge. Like when they were even worse off. Oh, oh it's like, it's, metagame, a, it's right? at, uh, it's at full health again, bud. Yeah. He said it, it came back to full health after worse because something happened and then it was like, I'm going to go again. Oh, oh. Hmm. I say we get the fuck out of the mess. Time to leave. Yeah, I think that is a good idea. It may follow us. I don't think anyone has vocalized, but I assume player-wise, everyone remembers we have visions. Remembers positions? I know, I was close enough to shoot it with my shot. Visions from the mist. Oh, yes, yes, I remember now. Yes. Uh, it doesn't remember anybody. Darn. All right. Um, yeah. No, in, in that case, if that thing looks brand, brand new and ready to fight like a new card, no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It do look brand new. Um, <laughs> All right. Chase me, you little fuck. <laughs> Steps through the door. Door's open. Get out. Uh, can I get a athletics roll from everybody? Also, last time I had uh, to do this to get out of a room, I almost died. You were fine, Cody. I'm using a Benny. Poor Brendan. Highest <laughs> 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 guy's lowest roll. Uh, it's reasonable. Things happen much better. You got a raise. Oh I mean, wait, shit! I should be at a. I sh- uh, since I actually took damage, uh, that would put me at a minus one, right? Yeah, but that's still a success with a raise. Right, but I'll, I'll just have to remember that going forward. All right. Um, it looks like um, everybody except for Val uh, makes it out a-okay. Uh, as you all bolt for the door, um, Val's the last one through as a large clawed hand reaches behind her slamming down and gripping like it looks like it's grabbing for the ankle but it's so large it grabs her whole leg with it this is the bone thingy yes can i turn around and shoot the quote-unquote hands and it's like a weird amalgamation of stuff yes give me one second so then i started blasting basically Ooh. did we get any powerpoints back um with us trying to like after us trying to leave or did we already do that nah you don't get powerpoints back yet kid i just want to make sure basically I still in combat i think that hits cool um I think it's, as, what was his top just uh it's 11 but um if you'd like i'd rather just storyboard it uh you are successful did you want to describe how you uh break its grip and what that looks like um okay so i imagine we're all running now and we hear this just as it slams Val down. Um, Emerson turns around, is like, fuck, and just levels the gun, aims down as best as you can down a shotgun, and, and tries to shoot the hand, almost getting Val, but just enough to like hit the hand and blast it backwards. Perfect. Uh, as the hand blasts backwards, um, another one reaches forward as the monster lunges out of the cathedral behind you. And with a very... Uh, Let's see. I'd say Val and John would probably be the two that are really acclimated to the sound of uh, snapping bones. Uh, But it's with the sound of hundreds of snapping bones, it kind of falls into shambles uh, around Val, the charcoal skull rolling uh, inertly uh, between her legs to rest, uh, almost gazing up at her but this time with empty eyes. I don't think 
when we initially interacted, I did like a knowledge or a cult on this thing. I think I was more like try, uh, trying to intuit how Jackie was involved with it or something. Can I do a just like really now that it's not in the combat panic moment, whatever, like look at it again and see if it strikes some memory? Would you like to give the mist in the uh, courtyard a uh, chance? Oh, yeah, that's true. Never mind. I mean, if you want to <laughs> risk it, you, you're welcome too. I'm nope. not going to stop you. I'm just reminding you nope. that I, I y'all think... aren't in the clear yet. Right. I appreciate that. I think, I think with that in mind, Samuel would have definitely been more focused on getting everyone out safe. So yeah, I'll not do that. Uh, Val, you've had a uh, bit of an experience just now. Uh, what's going on? Experience? That's just a Tuesday for Val. Um, I guess. <laughs> Look, she's lived a weird life. Um. So I guess she uh, would be kind of collecting herself. Um, surprisingly doesn't phase her as much as you would think, uh, which in and of itself may be a little bit unnerving. Um, but she kind of just writes herself, dusts herself off, makes sure her leg's okay after being snatched up by it. And uh, of course, thanks Emerson for saving her skin. No problem. Let's keep going though. And we all make our way out of the cathedral and into the mirrorverse of uh, Caliente. Uh, as y'all get out of the parish proper, things calm down a little bit. They look a little more like you're used to, but a shaded version. Does the cathedral seem as big on the outside as it did on the inside? Or parish? Or yes. It's uh maybe maybe not as gigantic on the outside, but it definitely is seems bigger than its uh overworld equivalent. I see. And the rest of the buildings, do they kind of match this? Um they they aren't larger than uh any larger than normal. Uh they're actually a little smaller, more run down than you see in the overworld. Um you'll make it to the uh you'll make it to the sheriff's office and give yourselves a little time to uh recollect now that we're out if you would like to make a knowledge roll on what bone daddy was you're welcome to okay um, or i guess occult rolls all right three six um uh you know that the like from what you've been able to uh study um the skull is kind of like the uh, nerve center for the bone mech, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and if that's and you know that if that's destroyed, the rest of it just falls apart. Uh, you don't know what causes it or necessarily uh, why it was in the church. Okay, so there, I didn't really learn anything that was like symbolism or uh, I don't know so, something like that. To be like, yeah, this is um, uh, referencing you know, a thing. It is uh, bone fiends, like you know, they're usually typically found in uh, mass graves and uh, are uh, possessed by Manitou. So, like specifically, mass graves, or like anywhere where there's mass burial, like a graveyard, because like there is a 
a difference. I think it's like specifically mass graves. Interesting. Okay. Or charnel pits. Uh, they're which are basically mass graves, but with nicer names. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, basically, they come from a lot of dead bodies. Okay. So basically, I wouldn't think this was related to the church having a graveyard. Correct. Okay. Uh, this did this. You you can uh, what's the word? Deduct that uh, this is not from there just being a graveyard there. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. Cool, thank you. Yes, the skull is in like center of mass of the uh, bone daddy. All right, so we've collected ourselves. Uh, we are making our way downtown, walking fast, faces pass, and we're homebound. Okay. Are we, uh, we're still chilling in the, the sheriff's office version? Yeah. Down here? Correct. Right. Is there, um, uh, any, anything weird about the sheriff's office? Uh, uh, I mean, I guess of this versus, like, the regular sheriff's office? Um, considering that, um, John has actually done a good job at, uh, keeping death and chaos away from his sheriff's office oddly enough uh like you came in and you stopped hangings uh the office is actually uh pretty close to what you would imagine pretty close to what it looks like on the other side oh rad i've done a good job somehow by accident oh Um, is this gonna be a like we're gonna be here for a little bit to uh, rest and recuperate it's in what y'all want um, I just wanted to give you a quick, uh, save point, rest at your bonfire, if you yeah. will. Okay. Uh, well, I think Samuel, um, once he's kind of like calmed down and the, like the adrenaline has, has dropped off a little bit and he's no longer like so focused on like the immediacy of what happened and why it happened and stuff. Um, it's actually going to kind of like put his face in his hands uh like sitting down somewhere in here and just kind of like fall apart a little. Merson's gonna kind of reload her shotgun, make sure she's got all her stuff on her and everything's prepped and ready to fight more crazy stuff out there and just keep an eye out the sheriff's office. Say uh Samuel will fall apart a little. Is that what you said? Yeah, like he he's like gets a little emotionally overwhelmed sort of thing like not like sobbing, crying, but kind of just like everything he loves is now missing in literal hell. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Um, yeah, he's he's just you know he's having an emotional moment, I guess. At that point, an emotional then, uh, rawness. Sid will go over and kind of sit or stand next to him, and just kind of put a hand on his shoulder. You know, the whole comforting "I'm here for you, buddy" type thing. Uh, she'll kind of she'll kind of like bend down a little closer to him so he can hear her without her having. To be like loud or anything and just go we'll figure this mess don't worry I'm, i just i i gotta ask you something did did you see something back there when the mist uh missed that high sid will frown deeply um i was reminded i gotta remember her fucking ass. just you no <laughs> i was reminded <laughs> how hard it was to lose my husband i remember you murdering us in the vision but uh besides that no i was fine and she's got kind of like a blank face on and just staring at you. 
saw that too. But what? I was me. I mean, it looked like it was a really long time ago. I think thing was just trying to mess with us. Unless there's uh, something you really need to tell us. No, I mean, uh, no, I, no. Okay, Cody, did you did you tell me that he's he's had these visions before? Um, you yes, he has, kind of like similar vibes, but never anything so clear. Like it's the more it's always like, happened on the edge of awakeness. Okay, so in more those like lucid hours, a nightmare that he might just remember like pieces of sort of thing. Yeah, like that nightmare that pops up right before you wake up. Okay. Um. Yeah. He. he after After a minute, I guess he'd be like, "I've had nightmares like that." I. I mean, I think I, I can never really remember them, but I don't know that it was ever like that. I, I don't know, but I mean, that's it's not me. I've I've never done that. Look, all I'm saying is that those things can really mess with our head, and we just gotta kind of keep each other ground with this and keep our eye out make sure none of us are off does everybody feel okay right now oh uh, he he kind of like wipes his eyes on his sleeves and kind of like tries to pull himself together and like, you're right yeah oh, i gotta find the girls uh jackie hasn't really been talking or acting with people much since the uh the guy out of the church he just kind of like Eyes darting back and forth, taking in the surroundings, kind of like he's uh trying to analyze where where he could they could be attacked from the most effectively. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, around the time uh Samuel says I need to find my girls, uh, Jackie's actually the first to notice a uh young woman, um, of slender build, in like a uh tattered uh silk dress like there's no bustles no ruffles about it it's a very plain dress but like an underdress yeah kind kind of like a nightgown but a little more uh socially acceptable to wear during the day style it's like a like a slip of a dress basically yeah um she's kind of uh leaning in the doorway as if waiting to be addressed uh but she doesn't interrupt anybody would I not have noticed her looking out the window? Did she just kind of appear there? Uh, she did kind of appear there. Uh, if someone just appeared there all of a sudden, uh, Jackie's gonna draw a knife and like hold it to her and be like, "Don't fucking move." Uh, I mean, do I recognize her? Uh, vaguely. Like they, the person that is currently with a knife to their throat in the doorway is has one of those faces that you all vaguely recognize. Like the, I've seen you somewhere before. Oh, the deja vu feeling? Yeah, like that is very much in the pit of everybody's stomach, but none of you can place where you've seen them. Uh, Okay. Jackie, you're close enough to recognize this look. Uh, She's not afraid. Like, you know, the, uh, the cat meme. Where it's got a knife to its throat, and it's kind of just, uh... She politely looks at you, uh, looks to the group, and without a shake in her voice, uh, says, My name's Magdalena. I have been waiting for you all to... Mm, You've been here. 
But you've never been as here as you're here right now. Just like I've never been here as here. But you all are expected. Jackie's just kind of, kind of keep the knife held in place and look quickly between uh, the new arrival and the group. All right, uh, I'm going to do a... Can I do, like, a knowledge or a cult uh, to see if this is, like... Is there an entity that's known by that name in the hunting grounds, as far as I know? Um, I'm not going to make you roll for that one, uh, because the answer I would give is a uh, very nondescript answer of there are many entities that go by many names in the hunting grounds. Uh, oftentimes it is hard to tell who you can trust and who uh, to get you up until the point where you're cursing their sudden but inevitable betrayal. I'm, I'm sorry, but who... Okay, we got a name, if that's your real name. Who knows anymore? Uh, but who exactly are you? A guide of sorts. You all have destinies beyond your own control. And I am simply here to play my part and guide you through the wilds to your destination so that you too can play your part. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not tell your friends, or hit the like button. If you loved it, or have ways we can improve, leave a comment on the episode or a review to help us get out to more ears. I'm always looking for feedback to improve the show. Speaking of feedback, you could also send that to a pair of dice lost on Twitter, or a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme music for this game is Born Barnstormers by Brian Boyko, used under a Creative Commons license. And finally, for making it this far, why don't you go ahead and refill all your bennies for the week?